episode 435. Thank you all for listening to episode 434. Brett Screwed Brett turns 25. I am Gray Screwed Brett with my co-host. That sounds bad, doesn't it? Sounds like a, sounds ah, like I just it. heard that. Sounds oh, like God. a personal thing, but you already Join. said it. And you, you can't take it back. We can't. I can't. I can't. can't Join podcast. Cody's OnlyFans at Cody Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> this is unedited bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. And Brandon's going to hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall Squatting Landscape and give Sean a call 419-704-5471 serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Mexico City. Where Love it. Night football will be this week. Love it. Thank you to Sparty Steve, biggest financial supporter of the show. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get yourself over to Amazon.com. Black Friday is coming up, so it would be no better time to go and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks But You Don't. Buy it for the uh, young man or lady in your family who uh, may be single. It's a great read. Great read for a single. Great read for even someone who's in a relationship or married. Just very good. But uh, Connell writes a great book there. So get Amazon.com and buy his book, Dating Sucks, but you don't. And in the meantime, get to datingtransformation.com and mention Over the Line podcast for a free consultation. So is he going to come out with a sequel? Like, Dating Sucks, but you don't either? I don't know. I'll have to ask. I'll have to see how the uh, book's doing. Um, we haven't talked much lately. He uh, was supposed to be back for my cousin's wedding, but unfortunately had COVID, so he couldn't travel. Um, oh, that sucks. So didn't get to see him, but I know he's recovered and he's doing fine. Um, I'm sure we'll. I'm sure I'll see him around Christmas time since he hasn't been home. So I'll chat then. Yes, sir. So I, I haven't asked because you've been in the new digs now for what a month. Um, month and a half, yeah. October first. Is damn, it's been that long already. How yeah. is it? Six weeks. It's great. No, it's good. Um, besides some minor issues, which I'm working out with the uh, seller right now, some electrical things. Um, that we're texting back and forth on, but uh, already fixed, so it's safe. Um, but it was not when we found that out. Other than that, everything's been great. Love it. Love the area. Actually, it was uh down in your neck of the woods today having dinner so that's where i was at were you at the old inn local time local time beautiful place local yeah time. You, were, you were close i know because I, I said i'm like oh bear's close i gotta go see bear now still haven't seen him yeah <laughs> and, um, and I, nice... you, haven't, you haven't met the baby yet either have you no not yet yeah, yeah. so we're gonna have to arrange but that. i'm still i'm still with all this uh what is it the rvp rsp rsv going around i would i would want to wait I yeah. just, I get nervous about that. Um, I get yeah. nervous about that shit. So, especially me, I'm not, I'm not clean. I'm dirty. You see this mustache? That's dirt. <laughs> That's not even a sad. That's just how, dirt. How much are rides? <laughs> quarter. No. One quarter. <laughs> One quarter. One shiny quarter. Damn it. Do I have a quarter? What about this million dollar title money clip? I would take that. Yes. <laughs> That's probably um, worth more than the quarter. So yeah. it'd be worth it. I love that thing. Thing's awesome. It was part of when I used to get the uh, WWE loot crate. It was uh, one of those things I got. But then I was like, all right, I'm getting too much shit. And it's fucking $20 every two months, $25. I'm like, I got to stop. I had endless <laughs> shirts. I'm like, yeah, no, I got to stop this shit. Yeah, you uh, well, once you uh, once you get yourself a new digs and have yourself a nice man cave where you can hang all that shit up at, um, it'll definitely be worth 
getting that again but yes i would at least wait until that happens well i've got a shitload i mean obviously everything hangs in here but i've got a, a shitload of stuff on the on a chair over here like the autograph i showed you and I, here i'll just grab a few of these like one of my some of my favorite things <laughs> nugs not drugs <laughs> oh, i love some good nugs depends <laughs> who's who's nugs uh wendy's spicy nugs Yep, that would be number one, definitely for sure. But this is probably my favorite sign that I got recently. Golf, an endless series of tragedies obscured by an occasional merit. Yes, that is that is one hundred percent accurate, and that's what keeps us coming back every week, even though we say things that um, we are punished for weekly when you golf. But it's the love of the game, and I love this one too, of course, because you know, uh, yes, my, nice my love for the captain, Jeter. So yeah, there's a few things to hang up. I just don't, there, there's, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta spend time to move shit closer. So, I mean, I'm going to, have you been to, were you ever at Shiv's old place or even his new one? Mm-hmm. So he's got like, it's just wall to wall covered, you know, in his old place, it was pretty neat. The, the whole basement. And it's I've seen when place. he's, when he's, when he's been on, I've seen some of his. Oh yeah. It's basement. just the whole wall. And I mean, he's got shelves of shit. And I'm like, man, I thought I had a bunch of stuff, and I, but I was like, no, nah, most of my stuff hangs up there. I think I have a bunch of stuff, and I see yours, and I'm like, hey, you got more than me. So when you go back through, it's like even he got more than us. So oh, yeah. dude, and I've got you know I've got standees that I don't have in here. I mean, I got the Flash over there, I got Taylor Swift back here, I got a Batman in the garage. I've got so much shit in the garage. I'm like, I can't get that out. Like, nothing we can do. So, you know, we'll see what it is. But uh, I know Jeremy says we are doing trivia tonight. So you want to start with trivia? Yeah, let's let's do it. What is uh, the updated standings? So our updated standings, um, well, we did trivia two weeks ago, so not bad. Um, you, Sir Gray, has 125. Cody with 51. Myself at 103. Dub at 78. Parrot at 25. Brandon at zero. Shiv at zero. And Peapod still with four. Hasn't gotten off that number yet. Well, I don't know if he's ever going to get off four. He might. He's supposed to be on in a couple weeks to host uh jeopardy for us. hosting though yeah so maybe we'll have to maybe that's what we should do is we'll get him we'll we we will get questions we should that's what we should do is in the short tenure of aew we should get aew questions and ask him and then when he answers them wrong give him a bunch of shit for being a fake mark yeah he is a fake mark isn't he for aew he is but we love peapod even though he's a fake aew mark Poor Peapod. He does. He does it to himself. Yeah, he does. Does it to himself. But full gear is Saturday, so that'll be decent. I am going to watch. Yep. Same here. All right. So Jeremy has got trivia ready to go, and uh, we're going to see it. So I heard you say one twenty-five to one hundred three. Yes. All right. So twenty-two. I've seen you make up bigger deficits in NASCAR. <laughs> Ruin my. Tried to get rid of your three, Pete. Didn't do it. Since 1990, how many times has the leading rusher in the NFL for a season gone to, gone on to win the Super Bowl that same season? Closest gets three points. This is a good, tough question. 1990. Leading rusher. Huh. Be like lately, it wouldn't be a lot because we are in more of a passing league. I agree. And Derrick Henry hasn't won a title yet. <laughs> I agree. I, I think it really is going to be the 90s, you know. 
Yeah, and it's going to be how many times in the 90s and even that, there are probably some early 2000s. You just got to kind of think back. But, I mean, a lot of leading rushers always played, it seems like, on shitty team. Well, not shitty, but mediocre. Like LaDainian Tomlinson, for example. Yeah, but you have, you know, your Emmets, You got Terrell Davis. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's definitely, definitely a couple there. Um, but did those years, did they get beat out by somebody? You right. Don't know. Um, I got mine in. I'm just I'm just gonna spit a number out there. Uh, I'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna since 1990. Okay, so that's 32 years. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say eight, and I was going with three. So go. I feel I like Emmett has to have two. I feel like it's Emmett's two and Terrell is one. Two, but there's got to be more. Four. Damn it. Oh, when was the last time it happened? For two. Bonus points. So we got to get the exact on this. All right. I got mine. Makes you think. All right. All right. Three, two, one, and go. <laughs> 98-99. And who were they, my friend? Terrell Davis. So what year was that? Was that 98? No, you don't look up. So I don't know. Oh. But I was right on Terrell Davis. Emmett Smith. So Emmett Smith, I thought he was two. He was three of them. So Emmett was three of them. I figure Emmett was two, Davis was two. But that's the thing. Is, well, is I think – is yeah, it 98 or 99 because they won the both of those years? See, now he's got the okay, so he's got the years messed up though. Dallas won Super Bowls for 92, 93, and 95. You know what I mean? The, yeah, the season though, that was the because we count it the season, that's how you and I count it, right? Yeah, I've always counted it the season, yeah, 98, season 99. So, so, all right, so we yeah. each get two. We'll just yeah, give it because we were we're on the same track. Yeah. So you, you get you get the what was the first one? Was it three points? Uh, four. four three, 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 three. Yep. So you get three. the three points. We'll both take two on that. So we got five and so you two. You got five, and I got two. I should have stuck with my gut and said Emmett did it all three, but I didn't think he did it all three. I still figured someone in the two thousands would have gotten that. Like I just, it's surprising. <laughs> he gave us the answer. He sent the answer. <laughs> we'll put the answer. So anyway, the question, we're going way back here. In 1988, King Harley Race had a legitimate stomach injury sustained in an match against in a match against Hulk Hogan, who was given the crown and robe to become the new king of the WWF and Russell Hogan on an episode of Saturday Night's main event. We're three points. The one and only King Haku. We wouldn't tell, tell him I would have had no idea. Tell him I no clue. Um, but tell him now he owes us another question. Just because he's leading DraftKings NFL doesn't mean that he can slip up like this. <laughs> so he's he's leading our league? Yeah, Jeremy's leading, man. He's crushing it this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I gotta I gotta find out what you using over there, Jeremy. He's crushing, man. But you know what he's using? He's being smart and using Justin Fields every damn week, as he should. 
He is being smart and running with the hot I, hand. I, I, I used what I week. never do. Never I do. I used him this week and it did not pay dividends. Well, he paid dividends, but the other guys did not. Well, the problem is he's going to get more expensive, but of course they're playing Atlanta. So me, me being me, everyone's going to use fields. I'm going to use Mariota like a dumbass. That's exactly, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's awesome. How much did Gilbert weigh? Oh, that's a good question. Ask him if it's, um, ask him if it's build weight or real weight. What are we, are we guessing build weight or real weight or real weight? Build or real? And he said he bets Cody would have known King Haku probably, but guess what? Cody's not here. I showed you my stress ball, didn't I? Did I show you this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fire sauce. Build. Build, I, I believe. Okay, that's fair. All right. All right. You got yours in? Yep. One seventy nine for me. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear to God. It was 180. <laughs> I swear, dude. <laughs> That's why I said, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us are going to get it. Come on, 181. <laughs> 227. 227. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. 227. What a joke. That is. Man, you get two points for that. Yeah, it's okay. You still got me by one this week. You had five. I had four. 227. I can't believe that. There ain't no way he was over 200 pounds. At first, I was going to say 143, and I was like, nah, that's a little too low. Let's get into parrot territory. Even even with Bill, I figure 180 would have been good just because they were given just to fuck with Goldberg, but wow. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Oh, all right. So thanks, Jeremy, for trivia again. And uh, I got to tell him, December 1st, you are on to play Geo Party, which is a Thursday. Got to make sure Peapod's still good. I better go over to Peapod. Yeah. You still, because we'll be at, we're going to Steel Panther on the uh, 30th. You going with him? Peapod? No, well, he 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 was talking about he might come, but me, Shiv, Brandon, and then a guy from work. Are those his picks? Keep them on there. Yep. Uh, I got the uh, wrestling up right now. Anyways, so Jeremy said, "Awesome, I'll be ready." We got to see who his partner is. We got to get him a partner. We got to see if Dub's going to come back. I would ask Dub, and if not, Parrot. I mean, well, I say give him. I say give him Shiv again. Yeah, we could. I think uh, those two would be solid together. Yeah, because who was it? Was it me and Jeremy against Shiv and Parrot last time? Uh, yes, I think so. When we did wheel, was it wheel of fortune? What we do? Oh, I won wheel of fortune. 
But then we did the, I played that 90s or 2000s trivia game with you guys. Okay. Yep, yeah, that's what it was. And then we were going to play uh, OK Boomer, but he's like, I'll win this because <laughs> of his profession. Uh, all right. So yeah, I got him in. You're good. All right. Let's go over to NCAA football uh, this past week. Looks like uh, Bear had the best week, eight, three, and one. And then me and Dub were both seven, four, and one. And uh, looks like you guys got Washington over it. Did, did Oregon end up winning that game? Or no, Washington did. No. Yeah, Oregon lost. Yep. Yeah, Washington won that game. Straight. USC barely covered. They were looking like shit in the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mi- uh, Mississippi State also almost covered as well. I think Georgia only won by 22 or something. So mm-hmm. just one score there. Ohio State wasn't looking good either, but they ended up covering. Same with Michigan. Weren't looking great. Ended up covering. Uh, TCU, that was a boring game, low scoring, but pretty much uh, was never in doubt of losing. Uh, never in doubt of losing plus seven, um, but they won the game outright. Tennessee beat up Missouri. Oregon lost to Washington. Um, as I said, Washington would keep it super close. Oregon will win by a field goal. We, we were wrong there. LSU won by three over Arkansas. Um, so that was a push or second push of the year. Yeah, USC, just like you said on Friday night, um, pushed through. Now I was the only one that got Ole Miss. Ole Miss kept it close. Almost beat Bama. Should have beat Bama. Ended yep. up losing by six, but they should have beat Bama. Um, Clemson rolled over Louisville. Shockingly, Michigan State barely beat Rutgers, knew it was going to happen. And Notre Dame was up uh, like 35 to three and ended up winning like 35 32 because fuck Notre Dame. So, again, I've picked one Notre Dame game right all goddamn year. Well, let's uh, let's keep it going. And then um, we'll make mention real quick. uh, Last night, we already started this week. University of Toledo lost to Bowling Green, and we got the uh, the whole Ziggy Zumba Zumba yay yeah crazy yeah crazy crazy matching game. Um, but you were there for part. Yeah, I was there for I was there through halftime. Um, I picked the wrong side, so I was on the Bowling Green side on accident. I thought I picked the correct side, but I'm a dumbass and can't read. Um, still tickets were great. We were first row. Um, a lot of crazy BG fans there and, and good for them. They have won uh, now three games in the last 15 years against Toledo. So I think two, right? 15 years. Yeah. They won in like Oh seven, I think. Um, and then 19 and now this year. So I think this is their third win in like the last 15 years or so. Um, but that's fine. Uh, Toledo is not playing for anything. Toledo. That's why, um, that's why Daquan De, 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 Finn was out. He still does have a foot injury, but um, they're already in the MAC West title, or they're already playing for the MAC title. So no need for him to play. I get it's a rivalry game. He should be out there, but you're playing for a MAC title. Um, a rival, one rivalry game will be okay if you miss it. So, but and, that's uh, okay. and Peapod just let us know he might push us back a week, uh, or so is going to be madness. Feel that. Today, tomorrow, Friday, Pod. Saturday, or me. An hour and 45 away. Yep. So just a wild week for everybody. And the next yep, week's that's all right. Thanksgiving we, week. Well, yeah. if we got to push it back, we'll push we it back. Push, we got to push it back. Yeah. If we get the right people, we're all good. 
we're all good. We'll be fine. And uh, looking forward to that. And, you know, some of those things are worth the wait. Um, But this week we got a new top four in the playoffs, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. Same, Same, same top five, same top five. Didn't go anywhere. Sorry. A six is new, yes. right? Yep. Every uh, six down is new, but yeah, the top five stayed the same. Um, again, with TCU winning, beating Texas, that was it. Ohio State, Michigan, and Georgia all easily won. So nothing nothing different there. Um, but we're going to start with number one Georgia this week at Kentucky. They're a 22-and-a-half point favorite. Dub took Kentucky. Kentucky just lost to Vanderbilt. Um, they are on a downward struggle. I think I don't care they're playing in Kentucky. It is going to be cold, so fun for Georgia, but Georgia's going to Georgia's going to steamroll. Yeah, I agree. Georgia's going to show why they're number one, and they're going to just take over. Yeah, I think so. Um, number two, Ohio State, twenty-seven and a half point favorite at Maryland. Um, the Buckeyes have played games at Maryland close. Um. Dub did take Maryland. I'm, I'm kind of leaning there. I think this is uh, whatever this is. Take, take the over. Excuse me. Um, this is going to be a high scoring game because Maryland can put up some points too. But um, I'm going to go Ohio State here. I think they can win by four. They have to. They got to win by four touchdowns. You don't have a choice. You need to keep winning big to stay where you're at. So give me the Buckeyes. Uh yeah. Um, fuck Maryland. 27 and a half just on that sweet spot. So give me 28 uh, for Ohio State. Say 50, yeah, 56 21 Ohio State. I think they get them by 35. Yep. Number three, Michigan. And they just got blanked 30 to nothing by uh, Penn State, by the way. Yeah. I mean, blanked. Yeah. uh, To his little brother has not been playing well. I think he's still injured. um, And I I have a feeling that Ohio State can, they're going to. They're going to do some things. Now they are still injured, which is, it still sucks. Um, Mine Williams, it sounded like avoided a big injury, but don't know if he's going to play this week. Don't know if he's going to play by Michigan. Henderson's been hurt. Uh, Smith Jigba is hurt. So yeah, it's, it's tough right now at running back. Um, So we'll see. We'll see how they do. Next guy up. Yep. It's kind of what you got to do, but we paid money for Jim Knowles to be there. It's time for the defense to step up and uh, stop some people. So number three, Michigan at home playing Illinois. They're an 18 point favorite. I forgot to put on there. I think, well, no, Illinois is not in that. I think they're 23rd in the AP, but they're not ranked for the playoff. Um, but regardless, um, God, Dub's gone all underdog so far. I I think Michigan, I think they're going to roll them, man. I just, I think they are. There's no looking ahead. If if they lost last year, I would take Illinois here all day, but they don't have to look ahead. They're the defending uh, the defending winner of the Ohio State-Michigan game, so Michigan at home takes care of business. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Illinois on a downward spiral, spiral, lost at home to Michigan State, lost at home to Purdue. They're going to get steamrolled in Ann Arbor. Yeah, going to move themselves right out of the uh, Mac or uh, the Mac. Jesus, the big, <laughs> the big the ten. Mac. Yeah, it should be out of the Big Ten West um, championship game. Yeah, because right now uh, it's them. So them, Iowa, Purdue, and Minnesota are in a four-way tie. And Purdue holds the again. I, I know that they hold it over them. So Illinois is not in it right now, and and they're going to lose to Michigan this week. So, I mean, it's – and Minnesota, I think, plays Iowa, so that will be an eliminator game. Um, so, yeah, there's – And then whoever wins Ohio State-Michigan's going. 
So yeah, yeah, that'll be it for them. That's that's so let me ask you this before we move on. Do you if let's say Michigan and Ohio State play, Michigan wins by three, think Ohio State stays in the top four? Nope. Or do we you do do we need you think they're whoever loses is done? They're done. I don't no no no. I don't think if Michigan loses, they're done. I think Michigan on the road, if they lose by less than a touchdown at Ohio State, I think they stay alive. If Ohio State loses at home to Michigan, no matter what, they're out. They're done. Does not matter. Will not matter. Michigan will have a shot. So they'll play so they'll play USC in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Michigan will have a shot. Well, not quite, because USC still has that outside shot. You and we'll get there, but USC did you know they they still have a chance to with Oregon losing, they now have a, a clearer path to get in. Um, because they they will jump Tennessee with a pack 12 title if they win this week and next week against Notre Dame and win the Pac 12 title. I think uh, a win against UCLA this week, a win against a ranked Notre Dame team next week. A Pac-12 title against either Utah or Oregon, whoever wins this game, will eat, that'll put them into the top four, no doubt, because you eliminate Michigan or Ohio State. Tennessee does not get in; they don't have a title, and that's assuming assuming TCU wins out. That's the assumption okay. here. So that's that's my that's what I think happens there. You so can't leave them out as a one-loss team. So Bama has what two losses, right? Bama's done. They're not making the title game. They're done. They're out. It's LSU and Georgia in the SEC title game. Yep. Should be interesting. So Tennessee can hang right there. But basically, if t- people if teams lose, TCU loses somehow. And um, the only way, the only way Bama gets in, this is the, literally the only way, is if whoever wins the Ohio State Michigan game loses in the Big Ten title game. Tennessee loses their last game of the year or this game against South Carolina. They have to lose one of the last two. TCU loses um, any game. doesn't matter. Any game, Bama will jump them. USC loses any game. That's the only way they get. And LSU is going to have to get beat by um, Georgia in the title game. Yep. Only way that that pushes Bama in there. Um, But also that's, Pending Utah doesn't beat Oregon this week, win the next week, and then win the Pac-12 title, Utah would jump them. That's that's how I feel. It's going to be interesting. It's a lot of – the problem is – the problem will be that whoever wins between Ohio State and Michigan is not losing in the Big Ten title game. It's just not going to happen. I just don't no, see it. I don't either. And, you know, we're going to we're gonna see what happens. I don't think Tennessee time. also loses either of the last two games. So No. I don't either. And we're going to see what happens. It's going to be pretty interesting to see. And, you know, granted if what, so it's what, two years from now, we've got the expanded playoff 16 team. Yep. Or is it 12? It's eight. I thought it was 12. Is it 12? I thought it was eight, eight or 12. Yeah. I think it's 12 and the first four get buys. Okay. Football. So we got to check that out. Expanded playoffs. Because that's what I want to know. Playoffs. Playoffs. Um, before the college of the NCAA unanimously approved a proposal to expand to 12. Six conference winners would receive an automatic bid. And then six, you know, basically wild cards. So it's like, who gets in? Big 10, Big 12, SEC. ACC. Uh, 
Pac-10, which, fuck, that can be Oregon or Utah every year after this. Mm-hmm. Well, it probably will be. So that's in 2026. But it could happen sooner. Yeah, I think they said within two years. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. It'll probably happen in 24. Yeah, that's what they're looking for. I don't think it'll happen next year, but I bet in 24 it'll happen. They could push it to next year, though. But And that'll change the whole game, obviously, from there. I mean, it, it you get top 12, it changes. I, I still think it should be eight. Eight or six, I think, is a perfect sweet spot. We've never had questions outside of six on people getting in the playoffs. It's always been that five, six, should they be number four? It's never been, mm, should the eighth team be in there? Never has happened. That's why I think six was a sweet spot. One and two get the bye. You play two and six. You play three or uh, four and five. Wait, yeah, three and six, four and five. And then you seed off of that pending who wins. That's how it should be. I think six is perfect, but. Yeah, because now what do, we. What do I know? I'm not Condoleezza fucking Rice. Now, now we go to 12, and the first team gets a buy. So your first weekend of the playoffs is going to be like the 10th. The weekend of the 10th would be your first round, and then it'd go to eight, so that'd be the 17th, and then it would be around to four would be the 24th, and then New Year's. So they might have a gap between. They're going to have, have a week because off. they'll still do. Yeah. So they might have a. They might not start the 10th. They'll start 17th. Because then the national title would be on the eighth, or after that, the Monday that's, after. And that's, yeah, that's what they want. They want their New Year's games, and they want the title game to be after that. So, so if you're if you're a team of twelve, you got to win in that round of twelve, and then you're down to eight. You got to win in the round of eight. You got to win the round of four. You got to win four games. So some of these teams got to win seventeen. You know, seventeen. You can go seventeen and all. Yep. yep. And insane. And that's, but you know, that's. If you want these kids to prep for the NFL, that's what they play too. So yeah, it works out. I I think it's fine. They're not overexerting themselves because they go to the next level. They're going to be playing the same amount of games. The only thing for them is NFL teams may look at players differently because of that. You know, you're you're now not playing the 12 games and have a running back who's rather not beat up where they've been getting hammered now by better teams. So it'll all change everything in the scouting front, um, but. That's it's it's what they need. Again, I still think 12 is too much. Should be six or eight. That'd be perfect. But back to the picks. Number four, TCU, two and a half point favorite at Baylor. I'm going TCU here, man. I think they I think they just keep getting it done. Max Duggan is a solid quarterback. TCU. Number five, Tennessee, 21 and a half point favorite at South Carolina. Um. After they were, they should have dominated last week after their loss. They did beat up Missouri. They didn't dominate. South Carolina is always tough to play, and they're always pesky. So give me South Carolina here. I still think Tennessee wins, but give me South Carolina with the points. I like three touchdowns and a little more. I do too. You know, I I think that, and they're at home. You know, they do traditionally well at home, and they play. They're they're just pesky at home. I don't know what it is about South Carolina at home. They've just always given people fits. Always. Yep, agreed. We have number six, LSU, a 14-and-a-half-point favorite against UAB. I feel like that's a relatively low number. UAB, I felt like it was, too. Five and five. LSU, again, I mean, 
you're already in the SEC title game, so any injured players or people who are kind of there, they're probably going to sit, which I'm assuming is why this line is a little bit lower. But I still think LSU takes care of business, beats UAB by 21. Yeah, I agree. LSU. Number seven, USC, a two and a half point favorite at number 16, UCLA. You're I get that it's same fucking at area. UCLA, but it's the Rose Bowl. It's like all the same. So it's really not, it's really not an away game. Um, no. So I, I just give me USC. Give me USC here. They have struggled lately, but I, I just don't believe in Chip Kelly. I don't believe in UCLA. They already lost the first big game that they had, and they're going to lose another one. I Lincoln Riley is the better coach. Caleb Williams is the better quarterback. USC wins. Yeah, I agree. USC wins by more than two and a half. They're going to win by probably 14. Yeah, I say, I say, I say seven to 10. I think seven to 10 is a good number. Number eight, Alabama um, did not have a line against Austin P at home. So we put the 50 point on it. Austin P is seven and three, by the way. Um, and the team, the, they played one team, one division, I think division one team, I think Austin P is division one double A, but one division one team and only lost by like 13 or 14 or something. I know Bama's a different animal. Um, I'm going to go Austin P to keep it within 50 this week. Give me like 56, 14, man. This is going to be that game that Austin P's up seven to three in the first quarter and everyone's going to be freaking out. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Bam is still going to roll them, but they're not going to cover the 50 that we put in there. So I got to see who they lost to. Central Arkansas, 49 to 20. JSU, Jackson yeah. State, yeah. 40, yeah. To 30, 40 to 16. All right. And then the other one, Mississippi, 54 to 17. Oh, no, that was, two, that was 21. You said they've lost three. Oh, Western Kentucky by 11. Yeah, they're yeah, Western. That was like their first game of the year, first or second game. Uh, let's see. They just won by three. They can put up some points. Um 50. Austin P. Uh you know what? Give me the governors. The governors. Number nine, Clemson, 19 point favorite versus Miami. Double with Miami. I like Miami here as well. Um, they're not great, but Clemson's been struggling lately. Uh, and I think 19 is a lot of points here for the Hurricanes. So uh, I'm going to take the Hurricanes. I'm going to go uh, Clemson this time. Uh, so we're finally going to go different. We've been aligned the whole way, but I'm going to take Clemson on this one by 21. I like it. Number 10, Utah, plus three at number 12, Oregon, who did just lose to Washington. This should be a really good game. Unfortunately, it's at 1030 on Saturday night. So my old ass is going to fall asleep after full gears over, most likely watching this game. Um, Dub took Oregon. So he's take he's he's laying three. Um, man, this is a fucking toss up, dude. My guess, my guess is we're going to get another push here. Third so, push is what I was going to say. So when I go push, I, I like to go with the team who gets the points on a push just because you never know, miss extra point, whatever. So give me Utah. And I'm going to go with Oregon. I think they win by seven. Okay. Um, we have Michigan State at home, 10.5-point favorite against Indiana. I think – were they a 10.5-point favorite last week against Rutgers? Ten. Or ten? It was 10. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I'm not. I I know how this story goes. I feel <laughs> like I feel like no, I'm not getting fooled again. Um, and, and doing this, but Michigan State does need to win to become bowl eligible. I think they're five and five. So I Indiana looked like shit last week, but but. They did play that new quarterback who did look good. Um, and it's really going to what it that is really what it's going to come down to is who they're going to start at quarterback. If they started the kid who played in the second quarter, they'll cover this. If they don't, they're not. I don't know who the hell they're starting. So I'm just going to take Indiana as a, as a guess. I may change it depending on who they start come Saturday. Because if they're starting that white kid, he sucked. And I will take Michigan State all day. I still think Michigan State wins. But it depends who they're starting at quarterback. So um, Indiana started three and zero. They're zero and seven cents. Uh, yeah, I don't like ten and a half. But did you say Indiana you're going with? Yes, but I may change come Saturday, pending who's playing quarterback. I'm going to roll with Michigan State. Need to win. They're going to do well, I think, here and win by fourteen. Yeah. And last but certainly least, number 18, Notre Dame, uh, at home, 21-point favorite against Boston College. Dub, I love that you said certainly least. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> dub, dub being a total uh, pretending not to be a homer and taking BC as the reverse jinx. Yeah, give me Notre Dame here. Notre Dame should just fucking crush Boston College, just like they did to Navy. But at least on Veterans Day weekend, they let them come back and didn't totally demolish them. Yeah, I'm going to go Notre Dame as well. Notre Dame. Updated standings, by the way, um, of the three guys that matter. Uh, 63-56-2 for me, 53-66-2 for Bear, 49-70-2 for Dub. And everyone remember, we count our bowl records into this, which we play on the spread, but we also play Bowl Mania, which we will get started. Actually, a month from today, bowl games start um, on here. December 16th is the first bowl game. Uh, as we record, it is November 16th. So a month from today, the bowl games will start. Uh, as we get a little bit closer, we'll get everything lined up and make sure we get you in um, so you guys can have a chance to beat us as a podcast. But we still run by spread, so we still got a lot of college football to go. Lots of stuff. All right. So NFL last week, eight and six for me and Bear, nine and five for Dub. Uh, we're all close. We're all within two games. 87, 61 and one for me, 86, 62 and one for Bear, 85, 63 and one for Dub. And the podcast is 92 and 56. We're we're starting to run away with this motherfucker. We're sick and tired of losing. We're not losing anymore. Starting right now. Um, second place, Eric, 2341, 89 and 60. Also second place, the future winner, 89 and 57. Also second place, run CMC, 89 and 58. Hungry Hungry Hippos at 83 and 65. Jeremy the Tecmo Super Bowl, 82 and 66. Master of Puppets, 82 and 67. So we are starting to run away with this. All right. First game tonight when you're listening to the show or tomorrow, since it's Wednesday, Titans at the Fudgies. Oh, God. This is going to be a fucking brutal Thursday night bore fest. Um, It's going to be the run factory, man. Um, It is. But I think. This is tough, dude. This is tough. 
Pollard ripped up the Packers defense. I just I feel like Green Bay is going to win this game. I just Aaron Rodgers magic at home, but God, it's hard to pick against Derrick Henry. Here, I'll make it. I'll I'll make it easier for you, Green Bay. So either way, you're making the choice. (laughs) It doesn't make it easier for me. It makes it worse. I'm taking Green Bay solely because of this. They came out. You know, Dallas should have won that game first off, and they did not, and that's okay. Um, But. You know, maybe it was an eye opener for Dallas, but Green Bay, you know, they got a new uh, what looks like a stud looks like the guy Aaron's going to target and go to. I think he's questionable this week. Well, Stonehands, oh, Stonehands ain't shit. He just played against Dallas. This is true. And uh, Rogers threw some stick them on fucking Stonehands gloves after that first drop. Actually, it was all my fault. I called him Stonehands and I texted Cody that and then he absolutely fucking roasted us. So this that one was on me. I apologize to all the Cowboys fans. That was that was on me. You're forgiven. I just the Titans D is stout, man. I've been on Green Bay all week, but I just talked myself into the Titans. I got to take Titans. Derek Henry. I mean, if if Tony Pollard ran for 120, what's Henry going to do? 180. Um all right, Bears. I don't like it. I, I don't like it, by the way. I'm not happy with that pick. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Either way, the pod goes ahead or I go ahead. So either way, it works. Um, Bears at Falcons. Uh, give me the Bears. Give me yeah. the Bears this week. They've been close the last two weeks. Um, Falcons are won good. last week. Falcons aren't bad either. This should be a high-scoring game. Um, not a lot of defense here. This is a fucking joke, right? What's up? The next one. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that here in a second. Um, <laughs> Fields has been on fire, but um, the Bears defense stinks. The Falcons defense stinks. Again, it should be high scoring. It's in a dome. It's going to be fast. Herbert got hurt. Should get a big dose of Montgomery. Um, so let's let's go Bears here. Next game, we have Browns at Bills. Um, by the way, this is... I don't know if you saw the weather forecast. Four they're feet pre- of snow. They're predicting two to four feet of snow, 30-mile-an-hour winds. Now, I did see today on the forecast that the snow starts, like, Friday and ends, like, Saturday night, Sunday morning. So, the snow should be cleared. It still should be windy, though, with a little bit of snow. But dude throws rockets, and he can yeah. beat the wind. But it it, it, it doesn't matter. Um, and we... I'm not going to go against Josh Allen. No, no way, no how. Even though he fumbled this last week, and you know, I wish Dub was here to defend his take. See, this but... is the pro- this is the thing with Dub is that he these weeks happen only so much, right? So when he picks his upsets, it's every other week. So he should run his own trend here and take the bit. If he ran his own trends for picking that, he would be beating us by. Easily, probably five, six games, guaranteed. Yep. Guaranteed. Or if he did the old left, right, left, right, like uh, Parrott does, he'd probably be up by 20 games. <laughs> I don't, I hope not. Um, <laughs> next game, we got Eagles at Colts. Eagles, first loss of the year. The uh, 72 Dolphins all jerked off and drank their champagne or whatever they do. Um, <laughs> nobody cares anymore. Like, seriously, I'm, I'm so over that. Um, drank their champagne. Are they all dead yet? 
No, no, they're not. Um, and nothing against them. I do like a lot of the guys on that team, but I'm I'm just sick and tired of hearing about it every year. I really wish by week two, everyone would be one in one. Like, I think that would be just fucking fantastic. Just so I don't have to hear about it. Um, no team will go undefeated until they're all dead, though. That is a fact. But the Eagles did lose. They uh, got dominated by the commanders. Absolutely dominated uh, time of possession. And you know what team has the best running back in the NFL when healthy? The Indianapolis Colts and Jeff Saturday, who wants to dominate and run the ball. I'm still picking the Eagles. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this an upset? No, me either. Eagles. Next one's an interesting one. Jets at Pats. Jets got, struggle a, with the Pats. I got a couple. I'm on the dub side this week. I got a couple upsets on my plate. But whatever the spread is, I think the Eagles were a seven and a half point favorite. I would definitely take the Colts money. I, I, not money line, but I would definitely take the Colts uh, and the points this week. No doubt. Um, yeah, Jets at Patriots, man. It's going to be fun, both with winning records, both some pretty solid defenses, kind of gritty, ugly offense. Uh, I like it, but I'm going to pick the offense that's a little more talented, and I'm going to go with the Jets to win in Foxborough. Yeah, I think they're finally going to do it. Garrett Wilson gets uh, four touchdowns. At least that's uh, what I need. <laughs> yeah, and Damian Harris might be back, which is big for the Patriots. It's not just the Ramondre Stevenson show, and Ramondre Stevenson is a stud, but they need Damian Harris to pound the rock down in there. Um, we have Rams at Saints. This, um, on paper, in the beginning of the year, probably looked like a great game. Now we got a 3-16 and 16 versus 3-17. and 17. Some trash. Cooper Cup, hurt, high ankle sprain, going to have surgery, most likely out for the year. Dub took the Saints. Stafford's back. I'm taking the Rams. They're a better team. Yeah, 100% Rams. We have the Lions at the Giants. Lions won two in a row, by the way. Um, They have won two in a row. They play the Giants in New York. Unfortunately, the Lions, even though they did just beat the Bears on the road with the Bears' shitty defense, the Giants' defense is rather stout, and Jared Goff does not play that well on the road. He won't have two good road games in a row, so give me the Giants to beat the Lions here. I am rooting for the Lions, though. Go Lions. Yeah, same. Uh, taking the G-men. The, uh, and thanks for the reminder. I was like, oh, yeah, I need to go back and pick up Harris because I dropped him when he got hurt. But So thank you. I just picked him back up. You are welcome. Got rid of Deion Jackson. Panthers at Ravens, Baker Mayfield starting quarterback this week. They bench PJ Walker. Baker's going to be starting. I think they did it because he knows the Ravens. They've had some crazy shootouts in the past when Baker's been quarterback of the Browns, not quite the Panthers. Ravens coming off of a bye at home. I'm going Baltimore here. Yeah, Ravens. Commanders at the Texans. Um, Okay, so like I told you, um, I'm kind of going to be the dub this week. I am going Texans this week. I like Damian Pierce. They just picked up Eno Benjamin as well. They got it. It's pretty solid there with what they got. If Cooks plays and doesn't hate his life, Commanders just have a big win on Monday night on the road. Now they got to travel to Houston. Heineke is still a winner. Don't get me wrong. I just like the Texans here. So give me the Texans in this. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take the commanders in this one coming off a big win. Give it to old uh, Brian Robinson. So him pound the ball and Heineke's a winner. Like you said, Robinson, if he's running well, opens up that run Gibson too, then, uh, you know, you're going to see Heineke get some open receivers and that'll be nice for him. 
Yeah, I think so. Um, but I think the Texans, in my mind, the Texans game plan is going to be to what the commanders did to Philly. They're going to slam the ball with Pierce. They're going to control the clock and they're going to win the game. It's going to be ugly. I say 16-10 Texans. How about that? Um, we have the Raiders at the Broncos, the two and seven Raiders who just look like absolute donkey shit. Um, I'm going, they haven't won Dick, so I'm going Broncos at home, man. Two bad teams. Give me the home team. That's my philosophy as always. Uh, yeah. Give me the Broncos here. Uh, three to nothing. (laughs) Maybe 10. I go 10, six. How about that? 10, six. I'll take that. I just don't want any Raiders to score. (laughs) 10, six. Except. The kicker. That would be the most ironic thing because, you know, I'm playing JC this week. He's got all fucking Raiders and I have one Raiders player and it's the kicker. So give me Raiders. Uh, Yeah, I like 10-6. Six six from uh, Carlson, 250-yard field goals. 250-yarders. Highest scoring player on the Raiders team. (laughs) Yeah, he probably will be this week. Yeah, (laughs) almost guarantee it. Game of the week this week, uh, Cowboys at Vikings. Um, just like last week, I ca- I kind of called it. I said Rodgers owns the Cowboys. Um, I didn't pick them. I should have. They still shouldn't have lost. You can't blow a 14-point lead coming off of a bye week. Um, Dak didn't have the best game, but it, it, that, that, that shouldn't happen. Uh, he is throwing interceptions in the end zone as well, which also shouldn't happen when you got free points out there. Dallas should have won that game. Um, they have though, just like Rogers has owned Dallas, Dallas has owned Minnesota as of late. So give me the Cowboys. I think they've won the last four against them and the last two have been in their home stadium. It's going to be a tough one, but the Vikings have a lot of one possession games. So I, I got to go Cowboys here. Yeah. Cause they're what? Eight and one now. Yep. Eight and one. Well, uh, yeah, let's give them uh, let's give them that second loss. First loss at home. That would be nice. Dallas yeah. needs it. They're their only losses division. to the Eagles. So Dallas is in a tough division, toughest division in the NFL, but it looks like we might get three teams out of that, out of, uh, out of the NFC. Right now there are three teams in and Washington's only a half game out of the the seventh playoff spot. Oh yeah. There's seven. So we can get an entire division in five, six, seven. Yep. Sure can. That would be, yeah. Cause they're a half game behind the Niners. Yep. Fucking wild. They're there, man. They're there. So uh, Bengals at Steelers this week, a nice gory rivalry. Um, TJ Watt is back. I don't know if Minka Fitzpatrick is going to play. I think that's going to be big. I don't know why this year though, teams coming off the bye have just played bad. I still think the Bengals are going to win this game because they have a solid front seven and, the only chance that the Steelers have to win is to get Najee going. Um, Kenny Pickett just isn't ready to be that guy to throw the ball yet. So this must be wrong because ESPN says that game's on NBC. <laughs> that can't be right. Um, but yeah, we can go Bengals this week. Same. All uh, right. Sunday night football. This was, this was flexed, so we have two weeks in a row now of the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Two. Um, they got beat by Niners last week, but this is my other upset of the week. I'm going Chargers this week. Same, because they're going to close that gap. They're not going three behind the Chiefs. They're going to put it within a game behind the Chiefs. Yeah, I just 
they look good against the Niners and they could have, should have, would have won that game. I think Mike Williams comes back this week. And I think Keenan Allen comes back this week. They need one of them. They need one of them just desperately, just desperately. Um, and our Monday night game this week, as I, as we stated earlier in Mexico city, the 49ers at the Cardinals, um, Kyler Murray, they're saying should play, but if he doesn't, ugh, no thanks. The Niners should absolutely just destroy them. I'm going to go Niners this week. Cliff Kingsbury should get fired here soon. Yeah, give me the Niners. Uh, and total points on the 49ers and Cardinals. You picked last week. I'll pick this week. Let's go. I'm going to go 39. I was going to say 38, so I like it. 39 this week. There we go. Those are our picks. Those are the picks. <clears throat> so we'll back this down one. Um, because uh, we're we're just gonna do the one episode this week because it's it's getting late, but we got some other things to cover. We had um eventually we promise. I know everybody's just dying to hear us watch Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> we keep pushing that out. Like we're going to keep pushing it back. You might not see it for another 10 weeks. We don't know yet. We may switch our mind again, but uh, just a few things wanted to go over. Got to get into my stuff here. So Tony Stewart got his driver, Ryan Priest going to Stewart Haas Racing. He wanted Ryan Priest and Stewart, or Haas, excuse me, wanted. Gene Haas wanted uh, uh, to keep Cole Custer for the fourth year, but he is out. Tony Stewart got his guy, so Ryan Priest is in. You, you and I both, you said it before I could, but uh, Ryan Priest for the 500, he's got a car now, and the guy can drive on super speed. I took him two years ago. He got me like a 10 or an 8. Yeah, dude's solid. So looking forward to that. Um, this is what I found interesting, too, with NASCAR. Ty Gibbs is going to drive the, the 54. 54. Yep, not the 18. So I don't know what they're going to do with that car. Yeah, so Monster's probably going with him. So they're just bringing up his his Xfinity car. That's what they're doing. So the 18 is probably going to just uh, go away for a while. He's going to get his ass beat in that car too. You think so? Oh yeah, I think them. I think the Cup Boys are all the shit that he's pulled. I think them Cup Boys are gonna. It's going to be a rough rookie year for Ty Gibbs. Well, but you never know, especially with you know his dad. There were a lot of those people liked his dad. Um, you know, we're gonna yeah, see but just, look, I get that. I get the personal side of it. But the way the first time, the first time he races and let's not say Daytona, let's give us the next couple of weeks. But the first time he races somebody hard, he's going to get it back. It's going to be. Oh, a, yeah. I'm telling 100%. you, it's going to be a rough rookie year for Ty Gibbs. So are we um, in terms of the XFL, are we still Renegade fans? Um, Arlington Renegades now, not Dallas. Sure. Um, Coach, Coach Stoops. The Stoops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still like Stoops. Give me Stoops. So they had their uh, quarterback. Yeah. They had their quarterback draft. So Drew Plitt from Ball State and Kyle, Kyle Slaughter from Northern Colorado went to Arlington. D.C. Defenders got Eric Dungy from Syracuse. The Houston Roughnecks got Caleb Ellaby from Western Michigan and Brandon Silvers from Troy. The Las Vegas Vipers got Jalen McClendon from Baylor and Luis Perez from Texas A&M Commerce. Orlando Guardians got Quentin Dormady uh, from Central Michigan and DeAndre Francois from Hampton. Yeah. No, Francois was a Florida State kid. He's the one that blew his knee out that and, one. But he went to Hampton. Yeah, he transferred. Yeah, yeah. Francois. Nice. Yeah, so he's Orlando. And then you got San Antonio. Get this. Do you know their name? Aren't they the Commanders? The Brahmas. 
Okay, Rock. Okay, Rock. Jawan Pass from Prairie View AM and Anthony Russo from Michigan State. The Seattle Sea Dragons got a former cowboy, Ben DiNucci, and uh, Stephen Montez. Uh, ben DiNucci from James Madison, Stephen Montez from Colorado. And then the St. Louis Battlehawks, our old friend from Alabama, AJ McCarron, and Ryan Willis from Virginia Tech. What are you talking about, Willis? What are you talking about? So looking forward to it, man. It's I'm excited to see what. Dwayne has taken the Dwayne, and we've talked about this in the past on the podcast. Dwayne, anything he touches is gold, and he has made he's work. Excuse me, working with the NFL to make this a feeding ground, which is what it's supposed to be. He knows he can't compete, and he's not stupid. And uh, and and he he, what I love about him is he emphasizes the fifty three, you know, being that fifty third man and uh, getting there because he could never. And he's like, you know, he wants the best for those people and. We know a lot of XFL guys make it. It is good. Those NFL guys watch them. Hell yeah. They want to see him. They want to sign him. You know, it's a, it's a good feeling. Scouting. You're always scouting. There, there is talent out there. There's, I mean, Heineke, he was an AAF guy, right? I mean, it's not just the XFL. We're talking AAF. We're talking, you know, even arena back in the day, Tommy Maddox was the dude. I mean, there's talent out there. There's talent that these guys don't see. There's just too many colleges. There's too many things out there. So you have to scout in another way. And this will be huge for scouts to run through and be able to see these XFL guys and what they're doing against other. I mean, they're all pros, man. These all were D1, D2 college athletes. They're pros. And uh, I, I should say he wears 54. There's 53 guys on an NFL roster, but he always said he was number 54. So that's why he wears 54. He could just never get there. And, you know, he, he's taking this and, and it's a big deal to him. And, you know, him and his ex-wife, who is, is his business partner and runs his business, uh, own the XFL. She's primary. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, that's coming up uh, next year. And we haven't gotten too much of it. I, I just like that they've made it like a clean, you know, it's a new, they rebranded it. They made it a clean look. And I'll just share this screen real quick so we can just take a gander. They made it a clean look, you know, with the XFL logo. It's very simple, you know, very simple logo. And um, and then they got the, they revealed their logos for their eight teams. So we haven't really looked at this. Uh, there we go. So you got the Arlington Renegades, the Defenders, Houston Roughnecks, Orlando Guardians, the Vipers, Battlehawks, the Brahmas like it. That's mm-hmm. where I'm like, man, I might have to like the Brahmas. The uh, so it's all pretty good. The sea Dragons in Seattle, it's going to be pretty interesting. The Houston Roughnecks, you like how they got that kind of old oiler oh, looking thing going yeah. on? Yeah. So it should be interesting. I mean, you got the so the teams returning the Defenders because what did I tell you they are now? Are they DC defenders? I think so. Yep, they're still yeah. DC. Houston Roughnecks is the same. Uh, St. Louis Battlehawks is the same. Uh, everything else is different. The were the Dallas Renegades. Now they're Arlington because they're playing in Arlington. So it should be interesting. And Danny Garcia, who is you know Roxick's wife himself, of course, Jerry Cardinal, uh, and Redbird Redbird Capital Partners. So should be interesting. Nothing close to us, of course, which sucks, but. Yeah. I go catch some XFL. Yeah. Maybe. I'd think about it. Depending on how good the teams are. We need like a Toledo uh Toledo XFL team. The Toledo Taints. The Taints. Oh boy. So, you know, that's uh that's what I had there for this. Okay. Um 
I'll run just just a little bit while we have it because we rarely ever talk about soccer. Uh, World Cup starts Sunday. Um, and since we're only throwing one episode out here, it will be starting this Sunday. So, um, you know, big, this big time, right? It's what happens once every four years. So it's the World Cup. It's exciting. USA plays on Monday. They play Wales. Then they play England Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. And then they will play Iran the Monday after. So that is their group, their group B. Um, you know, there's a lot of solid groups out there. It's It should be a really good tournament. Um, and they will get through the group stage and be in the knockout stage by December 3rd. Championship final will be December 18th. And this is all in Qatar. So it should be a pretty um, pretty good tournament and event. Pretty much every, pretty much all teams in the top 10 are there except Italy. Italy didn't make it, which is the one that's out. But all the rest of the top teams in the world are there and will be playing here in the World Cup. So, um, you know, watch watch a little bit of soccer, at least for the USA. Um, if if you are listening to us from here, if not, and you listen to us from somewhere else, hopefully your country is in and they uh, do well, unless your country is England, Wales, or Iran. Suck it. Yep. And uh, uh, I do want to make mention of UFC. Um, I do want to talk about uh, UFC 284 coming up in February. You're going to have Islam Makachev defending his lightweight title against the current featherweight champion, Alexander Volkanovsky. That's going to be on yep. February 11th. Australia? Perth. Yep. 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 So it'll be, yeah, that'll be a good card. Um, and yeah, I mean, just going back to what we saw this weekend, Poirier and Chandler was an absolute fucking war. Great fight. Poirier ends up winning. And he, he had a good chat with him after talked about how he was scared to fight him. He's yeah. like, but without fear, you know, he gave a whole good speech about it. Did you see Chandler's uh, Twitter thing uh-huh. when he came back home? So he's a, he's adopted to African-American boys, him and his wife, cause they can't have kids. And um, he had, because his face was so beat up, he had his ice mask on and his foot was swollen. So it was rat. It got swollen on the flight back. So it was just ginormous. And he's talking to his kids about how ugly daddy is and how he has to wear this mask and don't get into fighting. Do not do this. I will not let you go down this. It's just, it's hilarious. You got to watch it. It's just, it's him being a wonderful father first off, but it's also just absolutely hilarious from just any perspective. Like it's great. Fucking yeah. hilarious. And Borea said he was scared to fight him, you know, and give him credit. He said, Hey, Mike, and talked to him at the end, said, I was scared, but without fear, you know, you gotta you gotta be scared to overcome that fear, you know, and and do that. So that was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was an absolute Gutierrez knocked out Edgar, like we thought. <clears throat> yeah, we uh I knew that was coming. Uh and I didn't know Gutierrez was gonna cry like a little girl afterwards, like he just you know killed somebody, but yeah, that was uh, that was interesting, but he, he knew it was coming. Um, as I said, it was gonna he was gonna retire Edgar, which he did, but I didn't realize that that literally was Edgar's last fight, regardless. Yep. <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly, I did not know. I I, I really didn't. Um, so yeah, so he's done, and then um, yeah, yeah, Adesanya lose just like uh, Usman, um, just not being smart, dominates it's- the fight and just fucking gets knocked out. Yeah, and you know, you know the power. Herrera has um and you know not to stay away from it or you know to stay away from it and you don't still you know you're up three rounds to one for sure for sure it wasn't like it was two two it wasn't close 
Pereira easily won one, uh, I think, the second round. Adesanya definitely got the first, dominated the third. The fourth was close, but Adesanya really did dominate him with his um, with his clinching. Clinched in the fifth, and he got he got TKO'd. He didn't get knocked out. He, he got TKO'd. Um, he didn't get straight Usman knocked out. Um, and the ref, I, I don't think he stopped it early, but Pereira thought he did. I, he protected him, no doubt. If this was eight years ago, that fight wouldn't have stopped. They would have waited till he got knocked out. Um, and maybe he had a chance to just take him down. He, I don't think Pereira would have gotten a 10-8 in that round because up until then, Adesanya was doing just fine. He was clinching with him. He was controlling the round. He would have won that round, and if he would have lost, it would have been barely. He still would have got his title back 3-2. to two. I don't think even with what would have happened, Pereira would have got a 10-8. Um, but that's what happens, man. Again, there's a reason why GSP was as good as he was. He knew he was leading a fight. I'm not going to let a guy stand up and attack me and potentially knock me out. I'm just going to take him down and lay on him. And that's what these guys need to understand. I get that you're fighting for this and that. No, you're not. You're fighting for the title. You're fighting to win. You're fighting to become and stay the champion. If you're winning a fight in the fifth round, I don't care if you run or I mean, yeah, for the people who are paying for it, they're going to be pissed, but you're here to win, dude. It's just like being in the NFL and being up by 14 with five minutes to go and you're throwing the ball three times. Like it's stupid. Run the damn ball. You waste clock. It's called, I mean, it's, it's, it's time management. It's understanding the situation. I'll just never understand it. I just, I just won't, I won't get the philosophy and the strategy behind some of that. And I get it as a coach, you can't do anything. You can prep for it all day and your fighter goes out there and just wants to be the man. And it's a macho sport. It's full. I mean, it's, think about it. It's literally the most badass thing in the entire world you can do to say, I am the champion of this. I literally can whoop everybody's ass in the entire world at this weight class. But in sometimes lucky punch happens, lucky kick happens. It's, it's just how it is. That's but now he's three and zero against him. Yep. That's why you got to protect. But oh, Uncle Dana gets what he wants, and he'll get a rematch for it. So well, you saw who called out Pereira. Who comes out? Yeah. Yeah. They're not. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, he's got to stick in his own division for a little bit. Yeah, he's got a, and he's still undefeated, right? Yeah, but he's what thirteen and zero. Yeah, something he, like that. Didn't he just get? He just won the title, right? Uh, or no, he, he fought a catchweight. Yeah, 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 I didn't even. Well, because that was was that the Oliver? That's when they switched it around. Yeah, Didn't yeah, they? that was for the interim title. Well, it was the interim title because the Oliveira bullshit. Yeah, so he beat Kevin Holland, beat Gilbert Burns. Don't know when he's fighting again. Um, but uh, you talked about laying out people, you know, and Goner did that against Cyril Gon. So um, just don't be shocked if it happens again. And then we got 282. Who's in that one? Oh, Jan Blagovich, Ankalev, and then uh, oh, Yuri against Glover Teixeira. So that fight again. So, And when is that's like December, what, 13th? 10th. 10th. Okay. Yep. 
Yeah, that one's going to be an okay card. I mean, the Madison Square Garden card we knew was going to be the card. So that, that'll be the last pay-per-view of the year. Well, it'll be a good card, but um, it won't be anything too exciting. Yeah, it'll be. And then 283, which is in January, uh, Figueredo against Moreno, you know, both interim champs. So see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, I like when the little guys fight, but I don't know. Sometimes. Hey, old Johnny Walker's on that card. There you go. No, second, that'll be second to last in our fantasy football league. First in our hearts. First in our hearts. Yes, he is. He is. Um, I saw a thing here going back to NASCAR real quick that they had a so NASCAR champions have kept a secret since 2011. Kyle Larson's given it to Logano. They keep a diary and write about their year and then just pass it to the next guy. I'm like, that's pretty neat. Thought that was pretty interesting. Well, they're never going to release it. Uh, probably never. <laughs> well, then it's not fun. I want to know about this shit. Yeah, I know. I want to know what's in that book. What the hell? Who is the third man? Who's in the book? Who's, Who's in, in the, the book? fucking book? Uh, you know, we got we got so many things going on. I was looking at um, the so not, not just that. So before we get into wrestling, I was looking at this like crazy things that people have bought. Um, and I was looking at just different things like a tissue used by Scarlett Johansson went for five grand, like Uh shit like that, you know, and Justin Timberlake's French toast went for a thousand, you, you know, uh, Russell Crowe's jock strap from gladiator 8,400 Joan Rivers, dog bowl, 14 grand John Lennon's tooth that he had extracted, uh, 31 grand. A lock of Justin Bieber's hair, 40 grand. Marilyn Monroe X rays, 30 grand. Excuse me, 25.6. Elvis Presley's Bible, 94 grand. Michael Jordan's sneakers, um, (laughs) 560 grand. Uh, Well, he did have the others that went for that. That was from the game. That might have been his jersey. Rihanna broke somebody's phone, 65 grand. She signed it. Pharrell's signature hat that he wore at one of the Grammys, 44 grand. And I'm just looking at all this and I'm like, like Britney's chewing gum, 14 grand, like just so much weird shit. Like Princess Diana and Charles Cake was like a thousand for a slice. Kurt Cobain's broken guitar, 153 grand. Willie Nelson's braids, 37 grand. Here's my favorite though. Yeezus Tour Air. So, this is just unbelievable. Um, There was a bag of air from her then-husband's Yeezus show went for $60,000. It's literally, and I shit you not, I'm going to make sure it shows right. Uh, There we go. A Ziploc bag of air from the show. And somebody actually wrote that down, which they literally could have grabbed that from anywhere. Air from Yeezus show. People are dumb. Queen Victoria's underwear, 14,500. That's gross. Very gross. J.K. Rawlings had a chair, you know, her Harry Potter chair, 394 grand. Britney Spears used pregnancy test, five grand. It's disgusting. 
Katie, uh, Katie Perry's trampoline, 1600. It's like a normal cost of a trampoline, isn't it? Oh, those are like 150 bucks. Oh, really? Oh, Ronald Reagan's blood, 30 grand. Disgusting. Where does someone get Ronald Reagan blood? Jennifer Lawrence's sports bra, three grand. Lady Gaga's nail, 12 grand. Dear Lord. Shatner's kidney stone, 25 grand. That's disgusting. He auctioned it off and it went to, he gave the money to Habitat for Humanity. Well, good for him. At least he did something with that. Brad and Angelina's breath. 530 bucks. How is that? People are dumb. That's it. People are dumb. Yeah, it was something, but there was no, a, a jar, but there's no guarantee it was them. J.D. Salinger's toilet, million bucks. Who the fuck's that? Um, I don't know who that is. Oh, who, J.D. Salinger? Yeah. He wrote A Catcher in the Rye. He's an author. Yeah, shows how much I read. <laughs> but yeah, his toilet went for sale. So weird. Um, yeah, fucking people are weird, dude. And but let's go into wrestling real quick on some things. Um, first off, congrats to Otis. He put on his Instagram that he finished reading Pet Cemetery, and it, which is you know that's a big deal for him. It's his first book he's ever read front to back. Good for Otis. And he said he struggled with uh, struggled with dyslexia when he was younger. Good. Good for him. Yeah, that was a big deal. So gotta love that uh, that he was able to do that. Good uh, Stephen King novel yeah. back in the day. So he had bad reading dyslexia since elementary school. WWE approached him a year and a half ago about getting into a reading class. So congrats to that, man. Everyone thinks Vince is a bad guy. Well, look at him. So yep. easily just push that aside and make fun of you for it. Yep. Um, crazy things that have happened this year in 2022. Cody leaves AEW. Biggie breaks his neck. Shane fired by WWE. Cody returns to WWE. Stone Cold wrestles again. MJF pipe bomb. Roman becomes a part-timer. Sasha and Naomi walk out. Vince retires. Stephanie in charge. Punk wins a world title. All-out media scrum. Logan Paul can wrestle. Like, yeah, and year's not done yet. Still got a couple pay per views. Yeah, and um, the there's just so much shit going on, and then you got um, Logan Paul. He requests uh, Triple H book him versus Cena at Wrestle Hollywood since it'll be his birthday. So he said, after the Crown Jewel event, John Cena posted about me on his Instagram, and I saw an article saying he's looking for an opponent at Mania. I favorited it, responded with the eyes. I mean, truthfully, I think me versus Cena would break the internet. I texted Triple H right away. Do you want to break the internet again? That's a dream matchup, dude. WrestleMania in LA on my birthday. Triple H, throw me a bone. Give me a birthday present. Let me take out John Cena, and that'd be crazy. So he didn't tear his ACL. That's five months away. Mania? Yeah, what What do you need, six months? Well, if you get good rehab, I mean, 
but that's still that's like a nine to twelve month injury. Uh, yeah, like eight, eight at like the top. Yeah, I don't see. I, I, I just like like we said, I think it's kayfabe. Um, this so I thought this was interesting. I don't know if you saw this. So NXT. Shawn Michaels, who's heading up NXT, announced a new type of match called the Iron Survivor Challenge match. And I really like this, so I might end up watching this. So on NXT Deadline, um, which is their next event, there will be a men's and women's match. Here's the rules. 25-minute time limit, five superstars in the match. Two superstars will start. Every five minutes, a new superstar will enter the match. The goal is to gain the most falls in 25 minutes. One point for each fall. If you get pinned, you're put in a penalty box for 90 seconds. And then superstar with the most falls at the end of the 25 minutes is the winner of the match. Interesting. That would be very interesting. And it says if you're still confused, this is basically a fusion of TNA's King of the Mountain match minus the ladder, an Ironman match, and the champ and championship scramble match. In one way, coming in. Last leaves you at the disadvantage of less time, but on the opposite end, you're the freshest wrestler in the match. Hmm. Yeah, it should. It's an interesting concept. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm in for it. And if you haven't listened to, I don't think you've listened to Bruce and uh, the something to wrestle this week. Uh, no, I have not. Uh, so Eric stepped in for Conrad and was the host and asked the questions and they kind of gave both perspectives. I mean, honestly, we got mostly Bruce and Eric, I thought did a great job has a, a, the utmost respect for Bruce. And I think he did a wonderful job doing that for two hours. And then um, next week they're doing, or this week, this Friday, they're doing Elizabeth. So, you know, he says, uh, you Conrad's returning and you're going to be talking about miss Elizabeth. And he says, Elizabeth. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and he does his, and just did his whole Elizabeth voice. So I had to rewind that a couple of times because he's just so underrated with that, Bruce. Yeah, oh yeah. His voices are his voices are good. They yes. are so let's talk about let's wrap this show up. Let's talk about what we've got for wrestling this week. We have full gear, and I just found out from our friend Peapod. Did you put him in? You did. Yeah. Sure did. Just just added them hot off the press. Yep, and I already got them from uh, old Peapod because he told me what they were. So he um he's got Wardlow retains and Death Triangle winning. So we're gonna get into that. We'll start bottom up. I'll let you go ahead and go over that. Yeah. So uh, AEW Full Gear Saturday night this week. Saturday night. Uh, where are they at? Where are they at? They are at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Um, right now have 11 matches scheduled. So we, as I said, start from the bottom up. So first off, we have Wardlow, the champion versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs, a three-way match for the AEWTNT championship. Peapod took Wardlow. Um. I also am going to go Wardlow here. Uh, it's it's basically a big man fight. Um, you know, that's what they're going to do. And I think Wardlow is going to retain here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man, I kind of want to go Joe here. Um, but... 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like when they keep I feel like in AEW when they have the titles on these guys, they keep them with the AEW guys. So yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna go Wardlow. All right, and trying to make some adjustments here. Whoops, filter for me. Filter. Filter. All right, and um, Wardlow for you. All right, and next match, Death Triangle, Pac, Penal Zero, Miedo, and Ray Phoenix, your champions, your AEW World Trios Championship against the Elite, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, who are returning. Death Triangle for Peapod. I think uh, now that the this whole thing is behind the Elite, they're going to get their titles back. So give me the Elite. Yeah, I don't. I think that the I think they still need to learn a little bit. So I'm going to go with the Death Triangle retain. I'm I'm saying since they're VPs, they don't give a fuck. If they uh, if they do that, that'll be that'll be about it. <laughs> yep. The um, next match: Steel Cage, Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So is he going by his name finally? Yeah, um, and I'm also going to go Jungle Boy here. Uh, Peapod took Jungle Boy. That's where I'm going to head on this one. So is he uh, is he going by Jack Perry now, though? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Um, in, the, uh, a, in the fourth match we're going to talk about, sponsored by AARP, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal take on Sting, Grandpa with a bat, and Darby Allen. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with, uh, I think Sting and Allen have won everything. So give me Jared and Lethal here. Uh, you know, Jared's going to hit someone with a guitar and it'll be Darby. So I'm going to say double J A Y. I like that. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm going to go with grandpa and Darby. God, I hope they lose eventually. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya, formerly known as Paige. Soraya for Peapod. I'm also going to go with Soraya. I don't think they ever come in and lose. I agree. Yeah. First match back. That would be way overbooking if they have her lose here. Yep. All right. Uh, The singles match for the AEW TBS championship, Jade Cargill against Nyla Rose. Jade for Peapod. Jade for me. Just, just don't, I just don't know who she's going to lose that title to. Yeah, I don't either. Um, all right. Four-way match for the Ring of Honor World Championship champion, Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson versus Claudio Castagnoli versus Sammy Guevara. Probably going to be your match of the night. Um, it should be a good one. It should be a really good one. This is a tough one, man. Um, I don't see Jericho retaining this. I don't either. But I don't also see Daniel. I think they're going to give it back to Claudio. I think Claudio is going to win this back. I think I'm they a, got some backlash. You know, I'm glad they're using Claudio. Um, even though it is ring of honor, I know Cody shits all over and it's like this, but I'm like, that's four solid guys right there. Yeah. As much as I don't like Sammy, the person, Sammy dude can wrestle. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a really good match. It really will. Yep. Uh, All right. Singles match for the interim AEW women's world championship, 
Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader Storm for Peapod. I'm also taking Tony Storm. Yeah, so am I. All right. We don't know this yet, so we're going to leave it blank for now. I'm not. I'm not. Give me Brian Cage. You think he's going to get it? I think he's going to win on Friday night, and he's going to beat Ethan Page. Now, if he doesn't win on Friday night, I'm totally changing it. But I'm going Brian Cage. Um, who Who's in that match? Uh, it is either going to be Lance Archer or Ricky Starks against Brian Cage. So it's Ethan Page. And that'll be, yeah. So Ethan Page right now is in the match. Brian Cage will be facing either Lance Archer or Ricky Starks on Rampage on Friday. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. To face Ethan Page. That's why I'm going Brian Cage. Yeah. Um, Ethan Page is in the match for sure. Brian Cage still needs to win. All right. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take Ethan Page for now. May change my mind. All right. The acclaimed with a uh, scissor me daddy ass versus swerve in our glory for the AEW world tag team championships. The acclaimed are your champions. Hottest thing in AEW. Give me the acclaimed. Acclaimed for bear. I'm just, just keep scissoring. And Mox, your AEW world champion is taking on MJF. In a singles match for the AEW World Championship, MJ, this is MJF's casino ladder poker chip cash-in match. So, um, Peapod went MJF. Because I want to see it, I'm going to go MJF. I don't know if they do it yet because Mox literally had the title, lost title, got it back. Does he lose it again all within two months? Three months? Um, I don't know, but I'm still going MJF. Uh, I I think so. I think they're gonna get with MJF here. I think it's. I think that's gonna be it for him. He'll finally get that belt back. He's never had the belt. He hasn't had the belt yet. I thought he had the belt. Nope. He didn't. What belt did he have? He had a belt. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think he's ever had the AEW World Championship though, because it was. It was Jericho to start, right? Jericho, Moxley, Omega, Hangman, Punk, Moxley, Moxley, Punk, vacated Moxley. No, I thought he had it. No, yeah, it's just that stupid-ass diamond ring thing. He hasn't had a belt in the AEW. So this is Moxley's third reign. So longest champ was Kenny Omega, 346 days. Jericho added 182, Mox 277, Omega 346, Hangman 197, Punk 87, Mox 59, Mox 11, Punk 3, Mox 57. Yeah. yeah Mox right. is on his third reign, and uh, Punk had two reigns, which is hilarious. And, um, yeah, I think that uh, I think they I think, put it on MJF. Yep, I think it'll be it. I think MGF, MJF is going to get it. All right, so that's it. We'll have uh, Cody and – oh, wait, wait, wait. we got to give it to Parrot. So we left, left, right, right, left, right. So we've got Mox, Swerve, Ethan, Jamie, Chris, Nyla, Britt. I'm liking this. 
Sting. Lucha. Elite. Wardlow. It could be really good or it could be really bad. Yeah, I'm hoping it's bad because updated standings myself, 96, Peapod 83, Parrot 81, Bear 80, Cody 78, Dub 68. Uh, one pay-per-view left after this one. So I could wrap this whole thing up right here. Uh, there should be two, right? Does WWE have another one? Should just be Survivor, Survivor Series. Survivor Series? Right? They don't have anything in December? Um, well, they did have day one. Uh, that's I, on the first. Are they still doing it, though? I don't think so. Because I thought they said they were going to get rid of it. I thought they, uh, I thought they were, or I thought they did. With old hunters, uh, hunters back in business. So we're going to scroll down and see what the pay-per-views are. Let's get to the bottom of this. Uh, let's see. We've got November 5th was crown jewel. Oh, we've got deadline. Oh, that's NXT. We don't do that, but that's on December 10th. So that'll be a Saturday. That's the one where they're doing that match. And then January 28th, the Royal Rumble. So it sounds like they're just going yeah. from December right to the Rumble. Okay. Well, there you go. And then the, the only the other things they have scheduled are that. And then they've got Elimination Chamber for Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And then they've got um, Stand and Deliver. Sorry. Which is NXT's event, which will air the afternoon of WrestleMania 39. Where did we say WrestleMania 40 was? Philly. And we said we, we were thinking about it. Yes. Yeah, Philadelphia, WrestleMania 40, Lincoln Financial Field, two-part event, April 6th and 7th. We're thinking about going to it. I know that. The other thing we mentioned is in the next five years, basically, we got to decide when we're going to take that uh, week trip to Phoenix and, you know, Arizona, take a, a nice vacation to Arizona, have some days to golf, go to TPC Scottsdale, go to some other courses out there. Uh, go to all NASCAR championships. We'd see four of them. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm sitting good. there thinking, I'm like, man, that would be a fun just trip in November. Just a guy's trip. Like, hey, who wants to go fucking watch NASCAR for a week in golf? NASCAR and golf? Uh, yeah. Nothing better than that. NASCAR, golf, and Diet Coke, I'm in. So, fun yeah, for me. Like, something like that. Yeah. Uh, add some uh, add some Jack or Crown to yours. Crown, yeah. Not, not Jack. Yeah, we'll be good. So uh, thanks to uh, all our people. So thanks to Wes Anderson. Thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. All wear clothing. Thank you, Brandon, Sean, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, and Sparty. Steve, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Kiss that diamond ring, MJF, new AEW champ. <laughs>